0: Shout out to Phenom Black, this music lover. Quarn Love Burgundy, silent Ace Media, man. Uh, mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. This hip hop infiltrated by wicked built industry. I'm, me, I'm representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech, the revolution is pending. But it's cool cause you see we on a mission. Television off, it's a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real.
1: So, um, let's see. Push Your T starts off with drug dealing aside, ghost writing aside. Let's have a heart to heart about your pride. Even though you're multi, see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby divides the pies. All right. So, yeah. um, It's funny because cause Drake put out that uh, summer album, if you're reading this, it's too late or whatever, and yet he is still young money. Like, he never left. Right. So, Baby's still getting a cut of everything. I don't care how many times Lil Wayne and him beef. I don't care what Drake claims he's doing. Young Money is still getting a cut. Now, do I believe that Pusha T has any knowledge of how much of a cut these niggas are getting? No, because it's still bigger than his cut. But it's, it's whatever. That doesn't matter in a diss. What matters is the fact that you brought it to the forefront. And I think that's a clarification that we should have established in the beginning when we started talking about this the actual facts surrounding the bars don't really hold any weight when niggas ain't even really fans of either artists. The only reason people are here is for Savage T and Dragon. That's all they're here for. So all these niggas trying to explain these bars and like No, well, see, Pusha T lied, because right here, back in 1995, I found an article that states that Aubrey Aubrey already admitted to all of these things. That's fine. Aubrey should have said, if Aubrey had said in doopy, don't talk about my kid, don't talk about that chick supposedly I knocked up, and don't talk about this, and we cool. If he would have just said that, that would have made everything that Pusha T said here in this whole track null and void. He would have had to dig up some other new dirt. Drake didn't do that so because he didn't do that it is now fair game and new knowledge to a whole lot of niggas listening mm-hmm. and that's how Pretty it works much. that's how it works now he said Dennis Graham which I'm assuming is Drake's dad Dennis yeah. Graham <laughs> stay off the ground which Drake's dad was on the Instagram stay off the ground bitch I'm on bitch bitch I'm on one You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing your father walked away at five hell of a dad thing marriage is something that sandy never had drake have you drake you have a winner but she keep coming in last uh in last place okay so he mentioned his father's name and his mother's name in the same this boss set and said it is daddy's left again the first thing that popped into my head when I heard your father walked away at five was, wait, but is your T's daddy still around? Because we know in the rap game, most of these niggas don't have no fathers.
2: Nigga, I was about to ask the same question.
1: But that
0: doesn't matter. That
2: doesn't it matter. matter at all. It, it doesn't matter. At matter. All. But I had so, to say.
0: So you know what makes even like those lines, and then the other two lines uh about his daddy even funnier is that. um so, you know, Wendy Williams was talking about the diss and she just was like, you know, oh, Rihanna dodged the bullet with this joker. There, You know, Drake, who are you? Um, you know, just pretty much talking about uh, Drake and, and all the stuff Pusha T said. So then uh, his daddy, uh, Drake's daddy, gets on like Instagram, <laughs> and this was like yesterday, and says, I've come to actually finally like Wendy Williams and watch her show. It grew on me. Here's the game changer. It's very informative when you listen to a talk host, report a story that's actually researched and shared in the audience. But this RuPaul drag race queen looking bitch has stepped out out of her lane. You know nothing about Drake or myself. Do your research before you try and be funny on your 79 capacity audience, RuPaul Jr. And then he said in all caps, watch how you speak on our name. I lost all respect for you today. Oh, okay. Why are you so touched? I don't know why, why it, everybody came in his defense. Why is to her? <laughs> like, she didn't make the diss.
1: I don't know. I mean, granted, Wendy Williams saying anything is just annoying as fucking general, because she don't I have mean, that to contribute. who's
0: not saying anything? That's the point. True. Like,
1: True. But even when I saw people was like, "Oh, did you see what Wendy Williams said? Who give a fuck what Wendy Williams said? I mean, she, that's, that's her job. Just like, who give a fuck what Dennis Graham said? What did Aubrey say? <laughs> Because Aubrey the only nigga that need to be talking From his side of the camp right now Everybody else should be sitting behind him Indian style With the prayer hands
0: on Yeah up. like I mean it makes it worse when it, when Your dad gets on there and starts doing that Like he should have just It's Wendy Williams that's her job mm-hmm. That's why he was watching the damn shit in the first place the Fucking tea for other people
1: Now he says uh, he, he brings up the fact that his dad Wears Steve Harvey suits Which we have photos of uh, he says, "Confused. Always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it because your fro wouldn't nap enough." Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. And then he gets into why this this is such savagery. Since you name dropped my fiance, let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. And I'll tell y'all that's right now, <laughs> Virginia Williams looks better than Sophie Brasoe. So there's, there's no comparison uh, there. Pusha T has a winner under his arm uh let's see sophie knows better as your baby mother cleared her up for ig but the stench is on her and that is true it seems that she did clean up her ig her instagram Mm -hmm. shit uh a baby's involved it's deeper than rap we talking character let him let me keep with the facts you hiring hiding a child let that boy come home dead beat motherfucker playing border (laughs) patrol okay Oh my God. She she isn't on a different continent. The disc disc could have ended right here. Like that could have been the whole disc. And niggas was already on Google, crunching them numbers, trying to find out who is Sophie? What baby is he talking about? And is Drake actually preventing her from coming to Canada? (laughs) Geez, he called this nigga Border Patrol. So Adonis is your son and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. Love that baby. Respect that girl. Forget she's a porn star. Let her be your world. God <laughs> damn. Let, let her be your world. It's some real church auntie shit to say. Yes. Boy, you better let her be your world. It's know, whoo, that's tough. Reading, I, I can tell you, reading this this is more entertaining for me to actually listening to it because it it just it it like Twan said, it works as a boss of article. God damn. Um. And Drake does actually have a new Adidas line coming, called yep. Adidon, and now that seems to be in jeopardy because of what was said in this track. And I'm and Drake. Because
0: hmm. apparently get- that's when he was going to bring out. He was. This is this is what I read. That press run when he started it. Well, when it was going to come out, that is when he was going to. Have, he was gonna have his son pretty much in the campaign of that.
1: See, and okay, so that's, again, there's gonna be some karma from this one. I'm just saying, there, there is. It, it got to a level that is like, wow. You might have ruined it for the kids, bro. But it's, it is what it is. Um,
0: well, I don't know who you chose as your thing Yeah. Cackles every time I read that line. <laughs>
1: Now that's, that's most of the diss right there And there's some other stuff in here but that's most of it The shit that touched a few people And I had some people contact me on Twitter um, Talking about how they felt about this But he says The only ones I chase are two ghosts Still giving you classics That's the only thing that dates me OVO 40 hunched over like he 80 Tick 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 How much time he got That man is 666 I got the double flow nigga six 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 surgical summer with it with it snip snip snip. I really feel like he didn't need to put any of this here. It's kind of corny, but he put this here just to be a fucking just to be like the the nail in the coffin of a jab to be like I'm not playing fuck your friend with multiple sclerosis too. Like that's pretty much what he was saying. He didn't he really didn't need to put this here. No, I don't. Yeah, it didn't need to be here. It it didn't add anything to the track but the savagery, and it just made him look bad. It,
0: Cause, I, you know, did. You listen it, to everybody really talking about it. At. They don't even most people don't even acknowledge if they even know that these lines are in there about 40. Everything I mean, else with the black face with, you know, and especially with the baby the secret quote unquote secret baby and all that stuff is what people are talking about. Right.
1: And, and the 40 stuff is it's funny because this even got him a response from like the I guess like MS of America or whatever. Right. The, the actual like MS, I guess like group, national group responded to this. And I I knew that was coming. You can't yeah. you can't you can't shame shit like breast cancer, multiple sclerosis, um uh Alzheimer's. You you just can't talk about that shit and it it blow up on a form to this magnitude and you not get a response from those groups. hmm And that's I mean, he did. He he got one today. Because he actually released this track the day before, like National MS Day or whatever. So wow! That, I wonder if he even knew that. Yeah, I. I you know what? I'm. He probably did. <laughs> like I'm not putting shit back past Pusha T anymore. He probably do. Damn, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it, it kind. No, 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 no. It is fucked up. It's wow. not kind of fucked up. Oh my it, anybody who talk who shames somebody for having MS is fucked up. No, you're right. And There's you, I know you can't help that. I know it's a diss. I know anything goes in rap battles when you set in the tone. I'm just telling you, I won't say no shit like that because I actually believe in karma. I won't say no shit like that. I haven't had my child yet. I don't want. I, I haven't. I don't want to get MS. I know people who have MS. It's real. Me too. It's not I'm a fucking trouble. joke. That mm-hmm. shit is fucked up. Okay, it is. But mm-hmm. everybody else, is like, in the name of battle rapping,
0: anything and he's else? Not, he's unbothered. He he really just completely said unbothered. Hmm. He's completely unbothered. Yeah, he's unbothered. He's you know I I listened to parts of that Breakfast Club interview and he just said the only person he really was like, dang, you know, was uh, Quentin Miller or whatever because, you know, he knows him, he, you know, he worked with them, They had, um, you know, do music together, have, you know, songs together. So he said just drag and really more on the lines of dragging him back into, you know, the whole Drake goes wide and thing when I, I think Quentin is trying to like release new music. And of course, that's going to be now the whole stigma of, Everybody's going to talk about, well, did you write for Drake? Do you write for Drake? Who else do you ghost write for more than asking him, you know, about his music and stuff. So he said that's the only person he, you know, wish, you know, he didn't drag back in there. But other than that.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. See, and see, this is why I put your teeth full of shit. Because he opened up the damn song about Quentin Miller. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It won't like a byline,
0: nigga. And he said he talked to that, he said he talked to that dude, like, the weekend prior, the, the shit went out and didn't sit, tell him, of or course, didn't even give
1: him like heads up. Man, y'all need to stop listening to push it. Don't 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 trust your T, dog. He he laughs at niggas for having an mess. Do not trust Pusha T. <laughs> that nigga has no soul, bro. <laughs>
0: mhm.
1: Okay. So he said that's his only regret. Now there have been a lot of people who tried to explain the whole blackface thing. And that's fine. Y'all go ahead and y'all try to explain it. Um, I've, I've seen some very weird takes about it. And this is what I've... This, I guess this is just my perspective. First off, it's a battle rap. Like, when Jay-Z was dissing Nas and Nas dissing Jay, did any of you niggas go and, like, try to talk to Carmen? So, why the fuck are y'all trying to figure out what Drake might have been trying to do with a blackface mm-hmm. ad in 2007? Or what his popularity at the time, at the time he was on a popular show show, he was an actor, he was a black actor. So it is hopefully possible, like as a person who does photography, it's wholly possible that, that Drake got into it, was doing a project or working on a project that never fully came to fruition and fell through or they never put it out they never did anything with it that happens in the industry all the time so for people to try to figure out well we didn't know drake was a black activist nigga that ain't got shit to do with shit who gives a fuck if you knew if he was an activist or not no
0: fucking activist neither so i don't know why they keep talking about because i did see that too i retweeted something that somebody said and i was and it was more along the lines of this is so silly like saying that oh you know um you know, now that you think about Drake doesn't talk about social issues or the or Black Lives Matter or you know any sort of that type of subject matter in his music. And I was like, um, Pusha does. And these niggas can't name a Black activist who ain't on Twitter. So okay. what are these Pusha niggas talking about? Talks about if anything, Pusha is you know, Pusha talks about selling the hard drugs to the culture. So to the whole culture. I'm not understanding what, why are you saying like, Oh, Drake, don't talk about those things. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but, but here's my point. It
1: doesn't fucking matter. This is Mm -hmm. a disc. We We're not focused on fucking facts y'all. So stop trying to sound smart. And stop trying to act like listen to me I'm well read and here's my explanation of why Drake might have did this. No nigga y'all, y'all weren't there. Y'all weren't paying attention to Drake at the time. Y'all didn't even know these pictures existed. Most of y'all ain't even fucking Drake fans. So to act like y'all been following this man's lyrics for the last 10 10 years and y'all been hold, like you know holding on to his sounds and his vocals and shit Get the fuck out of here. Y'all ain't been hanging on to this nigga's words. His thoughts, his mm-hmm. every feeling, emotion and ambition the fuck out of here. In 2007, he was an actor. He had actually been doing rap already. I remember when Drake's... I don't know how many of y'all remember. I remember when Drake's name started buzzing on the OK Player boards. So in 2007, he absolutely was doing shit and trying to get his name out here. More than likely, he was probably already with Young Money. At that moment because of the way his push happened In late 08 into 09 So let's not act like Drake just came out the fucking sewer drain like a fucking ninja turtle And started fighting crime in the hip hop game It's not what the fuck happened He was being molded way before that And that's why Fonte had such an issue when they couldn't get him back To do a track because they had already done music With him before When Lil Wayne Uh was cool working with Lil Brother back in 08 So again if you don't know Your fucking hip hop history Don't try to act like Hey, man, I don't, I don't remember Drake doing that shit. Nigga, you don't remember Drake doing nothing back then because you wasn't paying attention. Either way, mm-hmm. none of that fucking matters because in 2018, for blackface pictures to pop up on a light skin fucking canadian negro who is at the top of hip-hop is just a bad look i don't care if you're really doing is. it for bamboozle i don't care if you think you most deaf erica badu by the way when they did it it was a bad look too i don't care if you think you zoe saldana playing nina simone in a terrible film mm-hmm. nigga it's a bad
0: look i mean just because and somebody and you know twitter's gift and the curse but somebody brought it up and it was three thousand percent correct like Little Brother had the menstrual show. You didn't see them in blackface on their cover. Nope.
1: It's a bad fucking I was fucking like, damn look. right. It Mr. Mr. Like, blackface just does not look good on anyone. Anyone. No, not at all. And it looks bad all the time. All the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, whatever he was trying to do or thought him and Maz was trying to do when they was friends back then, there's a reason that this shit never came to light. Because it was a
0: mm-hmm. bad idea. Bad.
1: Okay. So these pictures should have been completely scrubbed for the internet, but clearly he, they was having like a drink night and he showed Pusha T these pictures and they, he kept them. So <laughs> <laughs> these, these pictures look bad. The whole, there's an article now coming out talking about Drake is not a deadbeat daddy. He's actually been paying Sophie and paying for the baby. And Deidre talked about the, uh, the Adidon ad was actually supposed to be him introducing that baby to the world and Pusha T might've fucked all that up. Listen, that's great. That's a great backstory. I I'll, I'll read the New Yorker article when it comes out about all of this. It's not important right now. we in the middle of a rap battle. If you want to say something or clarify some shit, put it in a verse.
0: Yeah. I mean, all this extra back information makes, honestly, makes to me, makes the diss even better. Because, you know, you do, even though you might have disses and you might have like diss tracks and it's, Speculation with a lot of stuff, and it ended up being like the quote-unquote allegedly. Those are good, but then when you get stuff that is actually true, (laughs) nigga, it makes it even better. You know, especially with you know, like I said, it was a lot of people that didn't know Drake had a child. You know, and didn't know that the child's mother was who she is. So you know, to find all of this stuff out. Or even to find out this blackface photo and not know about it previously, because like the blackface photo, I don't think anybody knew about. No so, way. I mean, no it way. Just makes hmm?
1: no way anybody knew about it. It would have been yeah. A meme.
0: Nobody knew about this one. So you know about those pictures. So it just makes the disc even better, especially for me. It does. So yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things. And I'll also say too, just the fact of. Like Pusha T's delivery on this, he's so calm, he's so chill, he's so laid back, just dropping all this knowledge, all this tea. It makes it even better
1: to me. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Um, it's it's a lot going on here, and you know, for the most part, like this is just how you eat a nigga. This is just yep. how you tear somebody apart from the frame inside out,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: bad. It is a bad look, and what is making it worse. Is all of these damn explanations and editorials that are coming from people, either somehow aligned, impacted by this, or Drake himself? This nigga put out mm-hmm. a fucking explanation <laughs> on. I don't know if the, was this on the gram. Yeah, it was on the gram from his Champagne Poppy account.
0: Uh-huh, I know,
1: I know, everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to <laughs> clarify this image in question. This was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 2007, a time in my life where I was an actor and I was working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being <laughs> stereotyped, and typecast. The photos represented how African-Americans were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. Me and my best friend at the time, Mazin El- El- El-Sadiq, Dig, is also an actor from Sudan, we're attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black actors at auditions. This was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not with not always getting a fair chance in the industry, and to make a point that the struggle for black actors had not changed. All of that might be true, nigga. Kudos to y'all for trying to be grown at such a young age, but nigga, you are a full ass man now. In 2018, we don't give a fuck. Give us the <laughs> bars, nigga. You should have written this shit. Over victory or something, okay. That's the only way niggas was gonna listen to this. On the flip side, though, Pusha T is also giving us editorials outside of the beat. And honestly, I don't want to hear none of y'all niggas talking if it ain't no beat behind you.
2: When when did beef come with essays?
1: I don't bruh. When did beef like even the interviews? And and this I think this is the funkiest part of this whole shit. Pusha T can sit back and he can be chilling right now and smiling and like i won this battle that's fine nigga. You, you still gonna lose the war your fucking album oh, yeah. sales are coming in tomorrow and they're not looking good and nobody is talking about your album and none of them songs hung around at all and despite this beef I don't think there's any way that you can stop Drake from owning this summer with just one track. All he need is one track. Yep. Before this, he already had one track. So, in the it, 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 from the bigger from from the macro perspective, this was cute. You you won the battle if you don't respond, but. Ain't none of the people that's on your side that's championing your diss right now, none of the niggas that listen to the story of Adion or however you pronounce it, Adidon, are listening to your album. And I think that's fucked up. But I also Mm -hmm. think that's the culture, right? You can't expect these people that want your fans before to all of a sudden become fans because you dissed a nigga that they also weren't fans of. At the same time, though, if Drake released a dope song, all of them niggas that's like Pusha T won the war, won won the battle, gonna be singing them Drake songs. So I feel like Pusha is in a weird space, but he look happy to be in that space.
0: So oh yeah, he's promoting. I mean, it's funny because he's promoting and talking about the diss track more than more the album. About, more than uh, the album that he dropped.
1: Absolutely. You know, but like he, he going
0: on press, like he going on press runs about it. Like. <laughs>
1: that's so mm-hmm. weird to me, though, right? That's, that's just so weird to me. Um, let's see. There was also something that he said. There's also something that he said about. I'm, I'm sorry, I just passed his ugly ass, Jada Kiss lineup got him looking like Jamie Foxx hairline. I just paid. There was there was one that came out earlier today.
0: Looks like a bunk bed,
1: ma'am. <laughs> what? It looks <laughs> like a bunk
0: bed. His line. His, I saw his lineup. I was like, wow.
1: Wow, uh, Let's see. Pusha T said something about uh Drake Drake not being a black activist and not caring about black social issues and never talking right. about it before. Something like that. And all I kept thinking was, you do realize the dude that produced all the beats on your album was wearing a MAGA hat two weeks ago, right? <laughs> Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Higher this hierarchy of blackness or this moral stunting. Let's not do this. You rap about drugs, sir. But, dyna- right. but black, but, di- but black dynamite. I sell drugs in the community and rap about it. That's you. Okay, don't don't do this. If Drake said he was doing some shit in 2007 when he was basically a fucking teenager for social for black social awareness. Don't act like you knew that nigga back then and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, at this, and at the same time, don't be saying shit about black social political activists, nothing. When Kanye produced All Your Beasts and Kim Kardashian just left the White House doing a beating over prison reform. Mm-hmm. That's, that's This has been a weird fucking week. The last week of May has been so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And this is where we are. At this point now, we've done this whole episode has been about this beef. We are now waiting for Drake's response. And frankly... it's coming? You think it's coming?
0: I think it's coming.
1: I think he needs to do an actual single. I think it's coming. I think that's the Remember only he way he did, can win.
0: He did the diss, and then he put it up that I'm upset single out.
1: Which is trash.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. But,
1: but I think it, the it, only it. way he can win is by doing a song that becomes a catchy hit that everybody is singing. Yeah, he he's got to use his strengths now to win cuz I don't know if he can use <laughs> any hard facts. But yeah, we'll I mean
0: at this point that that would be his best bet. And like just like I said, he can do it. That's his these.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um yeah, he I mean he has to be very just like pushes at are the weird space, you know, um Drake right now kind of is too. I mean, yeah, we all know that regardless, album come out, people are gonna be yapping about it and talking about it, regardless. But, you know, I really believe this kind of stung for Drake, especially with those pictures. Like, I, you know, that that he didn't see that coming at all.
1: I think it hurt. I think I think the reason that Drake put out the explanation, and again, this is just. Cause I don't see a reason that you would ever put out such an editorial in a rap battle. And he hasn't been responding to Pusha before. Mm -hmm. So I actually think that the reason he put out that Instagram explanation was not to clarify anything for us, but to make himself look good around these white people that he got this Adidas deal with. Mm -hmm. I feel like he felt like he needed to publicly explain that for them. Mm -hmm. Right. Show that he's actually trying to, uh, Fan the flames
0: mm-hmm.
1: So he can keep this damn deal He got with them because lord knows how much that deal is worth So
0: I know and then apparently I think I'm I, I need to Re-look but I want To say Pusher also has A Um Maybe not a shoe line But maybe he's like a collaborate You know there's like a collaborate thing with Adidas
1: Maybe that's a, that was another thing. Like, um, I had a conversation with Span and he was kind of, I guess he had been talking to some people that were kind of acting like that Pusha T wasn't commercially successful. And I (laughs) think that's, I think people really don't pay attention to how rappers have branded themselves. Pusha T is not somebody that your white grandmother is, is going to know the name of. Like she knows who Jay-Z is. You know, who's Beyonce is. She even knows who Drake is at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. hell
1: now now they know who kendrick is no. but
0: yeah oh, it's a penny.
1: yeah oh, my God. <laughs> no they don't know who pusha is but that doesn't mean that pusha t is not a brand successful commercial rapper he absolutely is
0: he just yeah he just brands and he he sells to just a, a different demographic it's just not what worth- like you said, white grandmothers. It's just not as big as, he's just not
1: as big as Drake in them. He not, right. he not getting 8 million, 20 million dollar deals. Shit. yeah. But he he do be in Nike commercials and these commercials. He do be doing parties and hosting shit. He does sell out concerts and venues. He can absolutely go on tour with that music that y'all all claim is boring, that we kind of agree with sometimes it's boring as fuck. Like, he has a solid following, large scale fan base to be considered commercial. Like, I, at this point, I would I would say it's not even I would say for you to for you to you can't say that he's like a Fonte because he's not he's bigger than Fonte. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fonte is you know I think is the better rapper and has the better has the better albums and all of that. But Pusha T is absolutely commercially successful. He's just not Drake or Cole or Kendrick successful. Mm-hmm. But there is a there is an area under them where Pusha T sits right in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's doing, he is absolutely not wanting for anything.
0: Surely not.
1: He, you, like if he he rich. Put it like this, He rich. That that's not even I don't I don't even think we need to. And then you don't know, that. you know,
0: yeah, that's what I say. You don't even know if Pusha could be ghostwriting. I mean, it's a lot of things mm-hmm. he could be getting his money that doesn't have to deal with directly with album sales. Right. And just like that, he has a huge, you know, it might not be a huge, you know, spread of a commercial, Farland, like a Drake, like a Jay Z or a Kendrick or shit, even a chance, you know. But um, he has enough, like, you know, you see it. I mean, you see it on Twitter, you see it on Facebook, you see people. I mean, both of his, this, I just read on Wikipedia, this current album and the one, uh, My Name is My Name, like, apparently got like widespread acclaim for album for both albums
3: yeah
1: he just not he just don't do numbers like the 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 top five or four that we usually talking about he just no he's not on Wiz Khalifa level or whatever but you got to understand Wiz got a whole niche market that no other that not many other rappers tap into period right which is why he's so fucking rich
0: but it's like a currency Right, currency puts out whatever he wants. He's not aiming to be on, you know, top ten radio, but you know his consistent following sells out shows. Mm-hmm. You know, people buy his stuff.
1: He's good, and I'm and and I would I would still say that Pusha T is even bigger than him because Pusha T is still a oh, more yeah. branded name than currency mm-hmm. is. You know, and that's not shaming yeah, any actually. rapper. It's just kind of like who are you more aware of? You know, that's just like okay, mm-hmm. Joe Budden is a brand now. Right. How many of y'all running out and buying Joe Budden albums? Hmm But y'all know who he is. Yup Y'all think he not getting money from people when he doing these shows or these podcast numbers? You don't think he's doing live stuff and getting paid for it?
0: You Especially don't... once he went on that love and hip
1: hop. Right. That at that you point, don't... why y'all think Remy Ma didn't release an album when she at the at the height of her notoriety two years ago? Why you don't think why you think she didn't release an album? She didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Like, them niggas was trying to eat off rap. I'm not necess- I'm not sure they ever wanted to be artists. They were trying to eat off rap. Pusha T mm-hmm. actually probably considers himself a legit rap artist. Right? He takes pride in his lyricism and-, and his abilities. He just don't have the critical acclaim of some of the people that he's around or has went after. But he absolutely exists in those circles and gets a paycheck in them. Mm-hmm. So, he's doing just fucking fine. All right, um, let's move on because I'm I'm trying to make this one episode. Uh, so we we talked about the incident with with Kendrick and the white girl saying nigga on stage. By the way, shout out to Kendrick. He actually went and got his Pulitzer this week, looking like a full nigga. I
0: was like, I love
1: him. hmm And a TDE show for us is tomorrow. I'm twine and Deidre already went. I've heard oh, great things.
0: It's just
1: I can't wait to go tomorrow. I'm happy.
0: But, I. Uh, not to spoil, but um, yeah, it's 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 pretty fucking amazing. It's, it?
2: it's so good, man. Like I believe you. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you got the right people, I mean, I was like, like me and a nigga two rows away. Like when we left, we dapped each other up because we were keeping each other hyped through this whole shit. I <laughs> like my you. whole my whole circle, it was like we were fans. Everybody was in it. And and once the show starts, it don't stop.
0: Yeah, and it's, mine started on time surprisingly, but um, and they change. I don't know if they still. If Isaiah Rashad is still, yeah, um, filling yeah. in because of SZA. I mean, I'm still slightly, uh, you know, feeling some sort of way about SZA because i more more along the lines of I, you know, I haven't seen her in concert yet, and I was looking forward to seeing her concert for the first time but i mean i understand if you have vocal problems and i did get to see mike after the show briefly and uh, mike said oh yeah her voice is actually really terrible <laughs> like
2: so yeah she wasn't she, even bullshit, So <laughs> she tweeted said she got she got permanent damage
0: uh, and yeah, i and i'm not surprised the way the sings
2: yeah and and she said too she has been touring for like 11 months i mean cuz she's been touring since the album came out so it's it's mm-hmm it's fully understandable.
0: Oh, yeah. I definitely understand. You know, but, I mean, I just, just more along the lines of since I haven't seen her in concert, you know, I was looking forward to seeing her in concert. So it was a little drop of disappointment, you know, when she couldn't perform, but it's understandably why. But, yeah, um, I mean, everything about the concert was good. And I don't know if it happened with yours, but, um Like, you know, of course he did all right. And then he redid it again because after the song ended, because ours was sold out. And I mean, from the seats all the way to the lawn was just filled with people. And people just started re singing the song again, word by word. It (laughs) was just so beautiful. So he was like, fuck it, we just gonna do the song again.
2: Yeah, we was in the, we was in the, we were dead center, like just. This and they're probably like right outside where, every, where they had like the pit at where everybody just you know in the pit
0: mm-hmm. so like
2: i think we were in the fourth row
0: mm-hmm.
2: and so we straight up there and then like he like i i know when he when he did mad City, me and the nigga mm-hmm. beside me we went off like we like you know you know how you had prepared your whole life for this and so you're like look i'm about to get it we ain't about to stumble on the no words <laughs> we made eye contact. I like you you got me. I got you. Let's go. Um we didn't he didn't do all right twice, he did humble twice for us.
0: Oh, he did, oh okay. But so the
2: first the, the first humble he basically did like the first four bars and mm-hmm. then put the mic down, and the rest of us kept it going.
0: Anointed. I, I man, listen, <laughs> I don't get what nobody says. Uh, anointed. Yeah. It yeah, was. Man, you it was good. You're
2: going to have a, a good-ass time, man. Like
0: yeah, you, Brandon. You're going to And Schoolboy
2: like, was hyped the whole fucking time, man.
0: Brandon, listen. So, And that's why I texted all of y'all that, because when Schoolboy was at A3C... That
1: nigga took like 20 seats. Le- he was so <laughs> out of shape, Every song
0: bro. after it ended, he was like, fuck this. <laughs> no,
2: that, it, he was it so was tired. Ne-
0: he, now, he
2: never, he never stopped. He never stopped moving man
0: He lost that weight that's that he got in shape he lost the weight he said he was tired of being fat but yeah when he was on a3c he could not he literally do a song then he'd sit down because he's out of breath mm-hmm. sweating just tired but you know yeah you could tell he mm-hmm. lost weight he looks good and you know what? Well, along with that he has so much energy J. rock was dope the, yeah, episode I, three songs.
2: yeah, I heard J-Rock's, like, because I heard J-Rock's like, new song, "Win" like, one time before the concert, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I don't know if I would just call up in the whole magic we had just done songs and shit, but I was like, why the fuck I know the whole hook and half of the verse already? <laughs> and the fact that that song, I feel like T.D. need to call the, the NBA Finals, because that song needs to be on the commercials. Not just going <laughs> to uh, we got this boring ass um J. Cole that's um, all through the finals.
0: Yeah, um,
2: yeah, I gotta hear ATM every time. But nah, like you could have J-Rock's win would have been perfect for the finals. But yeah, yeah, you have you have a good ass time, man. Like you have a good ass time. I believe. Look.
0: When is your concert? Tomorrow when, maybe, we go tomorrow. Tomorrow?
2: Yeah. So, oh,
1: okay. Um,
0: dope, dope,
1: dope, dope. So um I'm Piggybacking off that so everybody who didn't get tickets for TDE show, I'm sure y'all are upset now because y'all hearing all this greatness. But uh, the controversy surrounding Kendrick letting that girl come on stage and her saying nigga as a white woman seemed to have sparked this divide amongst people. And I'm sorry, but I'm not sure that people are putting a lot of thought into the way that they are responding to this incident. At no point should a white person feel comfortable saying Nigger. i don't care where they heard it i don't care who says it around them i don't care what day of the week it is you know what i'm saying if your bible got nigga in it read around it when you're doing your prayers i don't want to hear that shit. like this bullshit, stop giving these people passes well whoopi goldberg was the first one that did it on an actual show twan and i went in about that i went off about that i wasn't happy about shit because i'm so goddamn tired of of all people black people giving white people passes for doing shit that they absolutely know they shouldn't be doing. And that kind of goes even back to the to the whole shit that happened with Roseanne. I seen a whole lot of people like, White people already give white people passes for doing racist shit. The last thing white people need is for black people to be giving them passes for doing racist shit The we black people. Tiny all said black tiny people. Said something. I was like, man, bitch. she can shut the whole fuck up. Like, yeah, we just don't need that commentary. Jimmy Kimmel talking, coming out, talking about what we need to have compassion for Roseanne Barr saying calling a black woman, a Muslim eight is the like quintessential whiteness. Yeah. That's the problem we dealing with now right. is the like, fact that they all no other. There,
2: there's no other thing to it but racism. Right. And you asking else. the
1: people that she was yep. racist towards to be born understanding. Why don't y'all understand that being racist is wrong? And what we don't need is black people telling like aiding them and abetting them in that fucking argument. We really don't need y'all on their side going, well you know they're kind of right. I mean, if I was a white person, I'd want to say nigga too. If my favorite rapper Kendrick Lamar was saying it, man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
2: And to go on also, that, also this this ain't a new argument too. Like rap no. been around, we've been saying nigga for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. I, hell, we've been saying nigga since the seventies. You yeah. know, what I mean? like it's not black people saying nigga is not new. It's been around for a long fucking time. You have a you know why you can't say that shit. Like don't right. try to blame it on. Kendrick, don't try to blame it on somebody else. Don't try to act like you don't know, because I got plenty of friends who are white who listen to rap, and I ain't never had to worry about them.
0: Listen,
2: I mean,
1: and that's fine. My beef ain't even with them. I'm not even talking to them right now. I'm talking about people who listen to this podcast and people who are fans of O'Shea Jackson and his dumbass response to this situation. Yo,
2: what did he? Say? I didn't even listen to that shit. What did he say?
0: So disappointing. <laughs>
4: Hey, guys.
3: Great to have you back on the show again. You are bringing rap to the Opera House. That is a long way from south-central L.A.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's definitely a long way from Compton. But uh, <laughs> it's very cool to be... You know, I'm honoured to be, you know, one of the first rappers to ever uh, rock the Opera House. It won't be opera there in the next four days, <laughs> i tell you that.
3: Can you do any opera?
4: No, none. <laughs> Figaro. That's about it. <laughs> the last couple of years have been massive. You, uh, you have of course the Straight Outta Compton movie, which was huge oh, yeah. and great. To my career.
3: In 1995,
4: I. In that movie, Friday, and you know everybody.
3: ...making events sort of like an acapella rapping, or what can people expect with that?
4: No, you know it's a it's a breakdown of of, of five song your songs. You know it's. <laughs> That's basically what it is. You know, everybody know what the songs are. And, um, you know, I think it could have been avoided if the fans stay in their seats, the artists, you stay, on, you, know, you stay on the stage. Halfway through, she kind of gets shut down and he ends up sending her off stage. How do you think that went down? Like, how do you think he played it? Did he play that right? Uh, I don't know. You know, it's like, don't invite people on your stage if you don't want them singing your songs, you know? It's... That's basically what it is. You know, everybody know what the songs uh, are. And um, you know, I think it could have been avoided if the fans stay in their seats, the artists you stay on, you know, you stay on the stage and do your job. We didn't pay to see nobody else sing anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like <we're> talking.
1: <laughs> all these white people just backing your black ass up, nigga.
0: Stop kidding for these, especially. And you know, it just irks me cuz once again, you know, they making not only this you know, Kate for the white person, but especially Kate for the white woman, because she's such the victim out of this, because Kendrick brought her up and just, you know, and 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 just how dare
2: him. he? How dare he pluck her out of that audience when yes. she's just minding well, her own business?
0: I know. Just minding her business at this Kendrick concert.
2: Not, not the fact that this is something that he's done multiple times. <laughs>
1: To, you know times. embrace the fans to show him that he likes them and that wouldn't it be dope if you could come up on stage and rap this verse with Kendrick Lamar if you actually know the lyrics and if you do actually know the lyrics then you know if you're white there's one bar there's one word that you can't say when you spin these lyrics
2: yeah, legit, stop stop making excuses for these people stop being a black person first stop being a white person and telling me that I have to be nice to somebody who's being racist boom you know what i mean like just 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 don't tell me that because mm-hmm. if somebody says something mean to you you're ready to lose your shit, and rightfully so but if somebody's be racist it, it's the onus is on me to make it so that they have a less chance to be racist nah we ain't doing that yeah i just stop lady black people, stop doing that. Stop doing that. I just don't want to hear ice cube doing this shit. White people who do this shit. Like ice cube, Cube, you say nigga all the fucking time.
1: He was with niggas with attitude.
2: Like you can't tell me that you would sit there and be like and we're not talking about again, we're not talking about he policing the crowd, right? Because it's shit you just can't do. Which is mad you can't you can't police the crowd. Not at all. But when the girl came up there. He said you want to try she was all in it He said before she started One word you can't say No, yeah. he, a- no he actually didn't Before, he actually started. Didn't. before he a- no, you, no, no, you
1: no he, didn't, he didn't do, do that terms? He, di- he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't clarify that Because he gave her the chance To be white and do right And not say it at all and she fucked up So then he was like you know what I gave you a chance not to embrace your privilege And say the n-word because you think it's cool But you did But you know what, I'm not going to kick you off my fucking stage for doing that racist-ass shit right in front of my fucking face after you done got the opportunity of all these other people of color that I didn't choose to come up on stage. And two people before you actually did this same shit and did not say the N-word, the white ones. But you know what, it's fine. Because,
2: oh my god. she She wasn't even the first motherfucker? No, she was like the third, bruh. He was so like, like he so, was like it's so cool. So two other white came up there yes. and rapped that jump.
0: Now see, I didn't even know that. And
2: yes.
1: Didn't so, say nigga. So he was like wow. he was like it's fine. I'm going to give you a second chance at a one at a once in a lifetime opportunity to spit the verse again. Just don't say nigga. And we all saw what happened. She didn't know the verse.
2: Yeah. And then she, again, she didn't get she got booed for saying nigga. Boom. And then and then when she said it, Kendra didn't say fuck you, get off my stage. Kidja didn't call her names. Kid just said, All right, go ahead. Try again. Like, like, like he was not disrespectful to her. Y'all, y'all blaming Kendrick for the reaction she got from social media.
1: There's like you he what embarrassed what I mean? her. But then Ice Cube says this stupid yeah. shit. You the fans should stay in their seats and the artist should perform. Nigga, what fucking rap concert have you been to? Where fans stay in their seats and there's absolutely no crowd yeah. interaction. Especially being come, with a nigga that, you was with NWA, all y'all did was crowd interaction.
2: And people come on the stage before. This ain't the first time a concert nah. a motherfucker has come on a stage. Like, And a lot of acts like Kendrick have it where sometimes when Mad City comes up there, you just know, okay, or when this song comes up there, you know they might ask for you to crowd participation or bring somebody up. Like It's just kind of what they do. If you're a fan of the artist you kind of know that you know what i mean so none of this stuff is new but and also caping for white women is not new yeah Like this this girl came with like there's nothing happened to her she did not get fired from her job she probably cool as fuck now she did not get kicked out of school you know what i mean like she wasn't nothing. harassed
0: after she went back yeah. down from nobody, the stage. nobody
2: put all her business out there and was like track of that. Like nobody did nothing. We didn't do nothing to her. Nope.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We was just like, oh, don't do that. Oh, it's kind of funny. And that's it. But y'all having this day, like, how dare he bring her up there and and use and use these words. Like, I I've, I've never been in a time where I couldn't use any word I want to use. And then, then you get the other person. Why can't we say this word? Y'all mad. Y'all used to controlling everything. Y'all used to have everybody listening to you. You used to making all the rules. So now that we told you that there's one word you can't say out of the goddamn language, you mm-hmm. get mad. How dare you say I can't say the word. I made the word up to make fun of you. And now you are taking it back and doing shit with it? No, 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 no. That's my word. My grandpa said it. I'm going to say it.
1: I just... I'm- I just don't want to see anybody defending white people any more than the defense that they get for everything. They get a pass. They get privilege for everything when it comes to these fucking platforms. The last thing I need is is my own brethren and sisters defending these people, blaming black people for trying to encourage people to have fun and be entertained when they entertaining as well. I just don't. See, and, and and just for Ice Cube to be sitting on this platform, all fucking smiles and million dollars, to say this shit, it's just a bad goddamn look. And I'm tired of people saying shit that makes them seem this damn oblivious and this damn dumb and this damn removed from the culture. I'm sorry, like, you you gonna say this shit and then go write another, black, another Friday film specifically for black people. Nah, man, get the fuck out of here, dog. And stop blaming black people for the shit white people do. Stop doing that shit it's fucking played out, it's tired. Mm-hmm. Stop it blaming is. black people every time white people doing something, cause we ain't bent over backwards enough of people. That is fucking trash, man. We have to deal with that shit in our everyday struggle. When you go to work, you gotta be extra better than everybody else cause you black. When you out in society, you gotta be extra calmer during ridiculous situations and dire situations because you black. When you driving in your car, you gotta wear your seatbelt extra hard because you black, you gotta have your license ready to show extra fast cause you black. You gotta make sure you stay under the speed limit and don't run no red nights. You gotta be extra, you gotta be extra efficient and doing some shit and following justice so that you don't end up a part of injustice that a fucking jury won't indict nobody, damn it, for because your black body don't mean shit. I'm tired of this shit. We have enough shit that we need to deal with as a culture. The last thing motherfuckers need to be doing is throwing on a goddamn cape for somebody for, for fucking Becky because she couldn't get on stage and spit one whole damn verse from her favorite rapper's song without saying nigga it's not that fucking hard it's not that fucking hard y'all ain't up there y'all ain't up there yelling no other slurs man i don't care i don't care if we put it in our rap songs they are rap songs all them being our rap songs does not mean that all of a sudden you get the privilege to say some fucked up shit that's the reason those rap songs don't get played in class during the pledge that's the reason those rap songs can only be played in a mature setting because they for adults and since you're supposed to be an adult listening to that shit, or at least an adolescent of age listening to this shit, you already have the prior knowledge not to say it. But let's keep it real. The N-word has the stigma that it's had for the last 400 fucking years. So any white person telling you that they didn't know they couldn't say that word should automatically be slapped in the face by the Holy Ghost. They lying to your ass. <laughs> they been known that sh- They know that word is fucked up and they still want to say it. See, it's the, it's the thrill of saying that shit and not getting your ass whooped. That makes white people want to say it And just just the fact in general that they white And when your black ass is not around They throwing around all types of niggas Whether it be hard R or soft A Mm -hmm. That's just the reality of it So the last thing that we need to be fucking doing Is defending them doing it Giving them more excuses to do it Or to not get in trouble for it And at the same time pointing fingers back at ourselves And saying we need to do better Nigga win why do we? Why? Why do we always need to do better? Why we always got to be better? I hate that shit. I even asked my boss today at work the other day when dealing with another group. Why I always got to be the better person? Because that's a real <laughs> question. Black people always got to be the better fucking person.
0: That shit ain't right. All, Not saying that I want to be did, the worst person, but it's just gonna make it worse. Because just like you said, you know, they say it behind closed doors. Some of them, you know, bold enough to say it during the concert. You know, when it's a group of people. But the fact that they know they're not supposed to say it, they know it's, it's, it's a word that is off limits to them. And all they're doing is it's just like it's just like a dog or any oh, like a child testing the water to see how far the fuck they can go from do, from, you know, the end result being they can say it freely to you and freely in the streets. So she went out there and just like and especially if you seeing two of your counterparts having no issues, no problems of omitting the word while they rap. You could do the same damn thing. And if you can't do that, you shouldn't have took your ass up there.
1: It's just disrespectful to black people. That that white woman disrespected every black person in the crowd at a black rap concert because Mm -hmm. she was white and white people, white women specifically, can fall on the claws of, oops, my bad. I didn't know. Look at me. I'm cute and I'm ditzy and I'm dumb and I didn't know. And I'm sorry, but I got too many white friends that happen to be women who are not dumb and ditzy, and they know, and they get more mad about that shit than I do. So I know y'all asses is wrong. Y'all are a bad. Y'all are a misrepresentation of your own damn culture when you do that shit.
0: I don't want to be boxed up with the rest of them hooligans.
1: <laughs> that shit is—it's just annoying. Like I'm sorry, that that shit just bothered me so much to see people like trying to explain, well, Ice Cube has a point. No, he fucking doesn't.
0: No, he doesn't. He does not
1: have a point. He sounds ignorant as shit. He sounds ignorant as whoopee sound. And, those, and niggas that say shit like that, black people who say shit like that, condemning black people for shit that white people did, blaming black people for it, ain't no different than white people always blaming black people for the shit that they do to us.
0: And I mean, that, that's, what, that's what a lot of white people want. They want the fact of that you're actually having... Debates about them using a word that they know that they are not supposed to use. Mm-hmm. They, that, this is what exactly what they want, and especially when you have people like the Ice Cubes in the world who, you know, just the overall initial persona is old gangster, you know, hardcore shoot 'em up rapper that you know is you know commercially successful with all his little. Movies and stuff, but for him to Pretty much defend the white girl On her Freely saying nigga when she knows she's not supposed to That, that, that's Those are the things that they love To see
1: Preach Facts we, Yeah um, In new news, Childish Gambino's This is America certified platinum by the RIAA with 260 million Video streams good God, and 147 million track streams in three weeks. Damn. Three weeks. Three motherfucking weeks. And the other thing, heartbreaking news, I'm sorry to tell y'all this. I'm not sure how y'all didn't know. Morgan Freeman is a savage. Okay, y'all.
0: Like, how did you not know?
1: (laughs) Y'all, any old black man that is still wearing hoop earrings. Shut up. Is a savage. <laughs> I don't know why y'all didn't notice. this. I... I don't know how y'all didn't know this. My man was engaged or dating his granddaughter-in-law who was 19.
0: That's when I knew he was a perv. I was like, yep.
1: I don't know about y'all, but anybody to me, anybody under the age of 25, Smells like Similac and baby powder.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: nothing attractive about them. Yes, they look cute. They can look good. You can be like, oh, okay, she gonna be somebody when she thirty. When she thirty. <laughs> but right now she twenty five, and
0: I just want a burp. <laughs> okay, so and she's than- nineteen, and when you go to a 19. restaurant, she can't even hold alcohol. Nigga, nineteen. Not even close. To order an alcohol. 19. She, barely can learn, she can barely vote.
1: I got a question. Do, do, and not directly to y'all, but to people listening. Do you niggas even feel comfortable looking at something on Pornhub that has mm-hmm. teen in it? No. That's disgusting. And he <laughs> is walking around. You just
2: around never know what type of teen that he is. And he is walking
1: around with right. a full-grown teen. <laughs> okay. And y'all was like, I didn't know. That our narrative God was a savage. You didn't? (laughs) How did you not? (laughs) It's not like he hid that shit. Nigga took her to red carpet events. Got her to Shoney's discount and everything.
0: That, not Shoney's, but that, (laughs) (laughs) that teen, like I watch porn and I watch a lot of porn and I mean,
2: was there another part to the end it, of that I don't show? think it
0: was anymore. I think she just was like, no, was it more was. Porn. And I mean, I've seen a lot of like crazy fucked up stuff, but I have never clicked, I've never clicked teen or been curious about teen.
2: Uh, I, don't, at look, look, like, I don't know. shit where you click it and then the person come up and you look, Mm-mm, mm. teen. You look, mm-hmm. nope. <laughs> nope. Mm-hmm. nope. 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 nope.
1: You, know what, you know what the biggest misleader in porn is? Agent Porn. We be like, mm mm, don't look old enough. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> that motherfucker might be forty five. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm.
2: <laughs> no. Nah, I yeah, I just looked it one look. when it's little. Skinny Puerto Rican girls, mm-mm. Mm-mm. and then they put it. Nope. They put her head in pigtails, and like, nope, nope.
1: Nope, nope, Which is which uh-huh. always looks weird on grown women when you see them in pigtails, high skirts, and high school and makeup jobs. No, man, and uh-uh. She she
2: might look. She might be forty four, but she might be fourteen. Uh-uh. Right. No yeah. I remember like, they wow.
0: had. I remember the only, and it wasn't in the teen section. It was like it was in the ebony section, but it was supposed to be like these two, uh, and they were in college, and of course they were cheerleaders. And they were going to go see this guy, one of the football players. And I watched enough to I said, "Oh wait, this is kind of disturbing." I know this is supposed to be college, but these really might be underage folks because I know I was underage when I started college. So mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> like, I didn't see too many articles about,
1: uh, 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 God, prodigies graduating at fourteen and twelve. So. Y'all can't yeah. even put college in the title no more. I don't be like that's safe. Y'all need to put graduate program for the second <laughs> time. Okay, y'all need a PhD fucks football player. Oh, okay. Well, what's going on here? This clearly is a twenty-eight year old woman <laughs> getting getting dick in her doctorate. Okay, mm, she's old <laughs> enough. <laughs> I mean, listen, y'all gotta step your age up because no. But h- here is a sample of what a nigga who y'all thought was God. Ends up sounding like when he's just being god awful.
5: Three of the eight accusers that spoke with CNN are entertainment reporters who allege Freeman made inappropriate comments during interviews promoting his film. Oh boy. That type of questionable behavior was evident in our own ET archives. Thank goodness. Do you marry? No. Fool around with older guys?
4: <laughs>
2: just ask her in
5: 2016 et online correspondent ashley Crossan sat down with freeman to promote his film london has fallen the interview was shot by the movie studio's crew thank you
3: <laughs> Mine.
4: Up. and in
5: 2015 activist janet mock was our et correspondent covering his film five flights up but now, how you all manage to do
2: that all the time? All of this? No, you got to dress this halfway between your knee and your hips. <laughs> and you sit down right across from me and you cross your legs.
5: When asked about that incident today, Mock tells ET quote I was deeply disappointed that someone who was seen as America's grandfather was susceptible mm. to such disturbing behavior and felt comfortable enough to do that as cameras were rolling.
1: Because he old and been around for three lifetimes and don't give a fuck. He is a savage. (laughs) He is a whole ass savage. Okay. Like, I don't, and I I just don't understand how y'all didn't know it was right there in front of our faces.
3: Carol, the impetus for this investigation was actually my own experience with Morgan Freeman at a junket last year for the movie Going in Style. Right when I walked into the room, he began making sexually suggestive comments to me. Now, as an entertainment reporter for over a decade, it was unlike anything I truly have ever experienced. One of those comments was caught on tape. In this comment that's on tape, he says to me, boy, do I wish I was there while looking me up and down. I was six months pregnant at the time, and his co-stars, Alan Arkin and Michael Caine, were seated on either side of him and actually looked at him when he made this comment to me. Again, it was caught on tape. And take take a note of Freeman's eyes in this clip.
5: One time, I I congratulated the woman on being pregnant, and she wasn't. (laughs) Um, So I've never done it again. 50 years, I've never done it.
3: You've
2: learned your
5: lesson.
3: I learned my
2: lesson. Uh, Lord, Lord, I wish I was there.
3: uh, This movie is...
1: I need to get a better context for this because I can see that he is staring at something really hard.
5: Hold <laughs> on. Oh no. um, so I've never done it again. NS 50 years, time. I've never
3: done it.
2: You've learned your lesson. I learned my lesson. Um, do I, do I wish I was there. Uh,
3: this movie is... Take a note of Freeman's eyes in this clip.
5: One time, I I congratulate.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I need y'all to see this. I can't be the only one looking at this. <laughs> it's this nigga, yo. Oh, this. Oh, oh, Morgan. Morgan, what are you doing? All right, can y'all see this? Um, yes. All right. Oh, Morgan.
5: One time I, I congratulate the woman
2: on being pregnant and she wasn't. And so I've never done it again. What is years, he staring at so hard? hard. I, my I mean, yeah. I wish I was there.
0: And they're looking like, what? what did you just say?
2: Michael Caine <laughs> like, nigga, what?
0: Look at Alan Arkin.
1: Alan Arkin is like, yeah. I say crude shit in the movies all the time, but nigga, this is real life.
0: What do you do? Wow. What are do you doing? <laughs> <laughs> she looks so disgusted. <laughs> and
1: what 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 I think was the I think what's funniest about something that's really not supposed to be funny is that people are like, I can't believe Morgan Freeman is like this. Yet hasn't the creepy old man like motif been a it's thing?
2: Always forever? Been a thing. Yes. And <laughs> And people got to say like stuff that because times change and we look at things, we look at, and, and, and people get to, to have a bigger voice and especially with all the stuff that come up with, with women really just telling the stuff that they've always experienced There's shit that I, if I looked at it 10 years ago, I wouldn't feel the same way I feel about it now.
1: Right. Very
2: And true. I'm, I'm glad that I've, grown <laughs> in, mm-hmm. that, in that thing but when people be like well see Ben, it didn't used to be a problem why just a problem now like no it was always a problem slavery didn't used to be a problem know, either. oh yeah you, you just, didn't just didn't acknowledge it as a problem or because these women didn't have you know they didn't have they didn't have the a voice that they have now and it's still and, it, and honestly it's a, it's a bigger voice but it still ain't the biggest voice out there you know a lot of stuff ain't happening to these guys like you let stuff go like and and because then people be like oh but look see she just laughed and like she didn't seem that upset about it and it's like because women know they can't get upset about it because then that can actually put your life in danger because it's happened so it happens so much that i have to laugh it off to just keep going
0: like i just read um A girl, a guy pretty much came up to a girl, you know, was trying to holler. She, you know, politely rejected. She walked to her car and he followed her and shot her.
1: Yep. Like, Like you just
0: don't know the mindset of folks. And it doesn't matter what age group they are. Like, you know, when you are not interested, it's kind of like a gift and a curse because you don't want to be too aggressive because then you know that could make that person aggressive if you're saying no. But then you also don't want to be too nice.
2: Cause then the because they think you're
0: leading them on, quote unquote. And then it's still the same it's still the same outcome. Something could happen to you.
2: Yeah. I, I told we I was talking to some women that I work with and we had got on like a little bit on the subject. And I told them, I said, look, when I when I walk and let's say I'm walking down the street and I'm walking down the block and then like in front of me out the other street, a woman turns on to the street in front of me. I said, I'm taking, I'm stopping. I'm keeping this big gap between me and her. Cause I, a, I don't want her to think that I'm right up on her and I'm following her. Cause I know, I, I know that has to feel terrifying, you know, just to be like, you're walking, walking, then you just kind of you look up and you notice that there's a person who's and walking like lock and step with you. You know, like that, I, I feel like that has to be terrifying. Yeah. like there's things that I do as a guy to 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 make sure that I don't I'm not just seen as a threat. And it's not even a thing of where I feel like I'm doing anything threatening. It's a thing of that you don't know me. You you don't know I'm a good one. You don't know who I am. You know right. what I mean? It's not about you what have-
1: you feel like though. It's about how they yeah. feel about you.
2: I just want to make sure that you can that you can you know go to your to your job and your work, and not have to be sitting at me like, duh, I had this dude had like just walk right by me, and and it scared the shit out of me. hmm And you just having to deal with that, like mm-hmm. I don't even want I don't want to unintentionally scare you. Yep.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just part yeah. of it's just part of the culture, man, and like men created this culture, so. The women aren't always comfortable in it and men have slowly started to become more aware that the privilege that we had that came with our penis, as Deidre would say, has afforded us this obliviousness to not be aware of when we make women feel uncomfortable and certain things that women have had to deal with just to get by in society without any of without our support. Even when we thought we were supporting them, we weren't supporting them because we weren't listening to them or we weren't letting them speak for themselves like we just we just weren't in tune. So slowly, we're all starting mm-hmm. to get on the same pitch, carry the same chord, and hopefully, that can happen more exponentially. But till then, creepy motherfuckers like Morgan Freeman still sitting in interviews, staring just, into vaginas. You
0: know. <laughs> He's he staring at like, that woman whole vagina, yo. Yeah, he really did. Like there, like today at work, we had. Um, we had, we had this woman who, who came in for a rape kit and she uh-huh. um, was, you know, of course, when the nurse, the same nurses do like the rape kit, you know, of course, they ask, you know, what happened, the storyline to it. Because, you know, that's all documented and that's also taken to the police along with the rape kit. But anyways, but long story short, she was having an affair on her husband with another guy. And the guy was an older gentleman and, um, she said, you know, she met him off of one of those dating websites, but she met him. They went to dinner, drinks, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, she ended up having sex with him and, um, maybe not even a couple days later, you know, she met him again and same thing went out on a date drinks dinner, blah, blah, blah. She went back to his um, place and was about to have sex with him, but then he didn't want to wear a condom this time. Like he wore one the first time, but he didn't want to wear one that time. Of course she stopped and she said, no, you know, she's like, I do have, you know, you know, I I have a husband because he knew it wasn't like it was not a secret. And he still ended up raping her because he was that forceful that he wanted to have sex with her and he wanted to have sex with her with a condom on. hmm Like that that's
2: how uh, that's how easy this shit is for some dudes. Like uh-huh. it is fucking terrifying. And
0: man. When they like, and, and you know, the police said when they, you know, interview, you know, came to him and, and, and arrested him and all that like he he he's adamant, like, but I had sex with her already. Yes, and so in his mind, it's not rape no oh, more. Oh, the pussy's mine forever. When like she yeah, said yes the first right. time, it's like, yes like,
2: every I've time. i already, I own that, and that's and that's the mentality that a lot of guys had. That's the mentality that I used to have. That that Jesus, once you mine, you mind, savage. and mm-hmm. it's is is not safe. It's not a thing. You also, you're not looking at women as people. You're looking at women as property.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it, listen, y'all's y'all's granddaddy, great granddaddy, or greater greater granddaddy is a savage. Like, that's just mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman just out here. He old. Y'all can try to blame it on his eyesight saying he needs cataracts or whatever, but if y'all meet him in real life, he you know, he might try to introduce himself to your vagina. So be careful. Especially some and this and this stuff that they're claiming he was doing was happening at a production company that he owned. So, of course, he was doing it.
2: I mean, you're doing this shit in press junkets. Bruh. Where there's nothing but cameras rolling.
1: Who gonna stop me?
2: And that's basically what it is.
1: That's how he's sitting in there. I'm 80 years old. I've lived eight lifetimes. Who gonna stop me? I'm Morgan (laughs) Freeman. God's people, white people love when I narrate about nature. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, it's just fucked up, man, but... On that note, it's time to go. So thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. Uh, Where's my 40 Acres? Make sure you check us out at Where's My40acres.com. Make sure if you're a premium member, you go ahead and uh get your life this week because there have been five new premium content, premium episodes uploaded, two behind the ratchets, two disaster casts. And a We Watch Ratchet of one of the most terrible films ever. Uh, for people listening right now, I'm, I might be doing some family matter streaming tomorrow. I don't know. I'm on season three. We'll, we'll see. If you and my rabbit, you'll see it pop up. You'll join. We'll watch Urkel. We'll do the Urkel dance and all that in the chat. It's whatever. Mm. And uh if you're on Instagram, you know where to find us. We're at Killer on Instagram. We're at Phenom Black on Instagram. Um on Twitter, it's at WM40A. If you're not in the Facebook group, please go join the Facebook group. If you just found the show, please tell a friend, let everybody know. If you have any statements, any things you want to make about any comments you want to make about tonight's episode, about the Drake and Pusha T beef, about Morgan Freeman and his savagery and his old man Ratchetry, next to one of the most ratchet old men in any show, Alan Arkin, who is one of my favorite actors. Uh, if you have anything to say about any of the topics tonight, please let us know. We just got some uh, screeners from Netflix, so expect us to be doing a full episodic coverage of Luke Cage this season because Netflix came through. And what else? Oh, if you watch our recaps on YouTube, so I'm probably not... I'm going to do this. I'm probably not going to put Insecure... Back on the podcast feed because it's already on the YouTube feed. So you can go on ahead to where's my 40 and you can click to go to our YouTube page. Should be on the side page. And uh you will be able to find a new episode of our season two insecure recaps every week starting, I think, June like 10th. All the way up until the Sunday before season three starts. It like it, it just worked out perfectly. that There are eight weeks before we get to season three. I think season three starts August 12th. So you'll get episode eight of season two. Seven days before that. And from there. We'll start season three and there will be season three recaps. So, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening, checking us out, subscribing to the podcast. We appreciate y'all. And hopefully, uh, there's more... Pre- definitely not hopefully. There's definitely more premium content coming. So we'll drop that. We'll let y'all know when. And hopefully, y'all will be getting uh, um some pod mail this week. It's been a while since I sent an email. I told y'all I wasn't going to harass y'all for joining the Where's My 40 Acres pod mail. And I definitely am not... But there is some information, some updates on some stuff, some links that y'all need. I might make a video and put it in there for y'all, et cetera, et cetera. I'm still working on getting our store back up. We're starting to do preparations for San Diego Comic-Con. I'm also trying to get us on some panels at some other cons, maybe a con near you. But y'all don't know when we do. So till then, we'll holler at y'all. Peace.